0: Disclaimer, this podcast features explicit language and discussion sexual in nature. It may contain subjects uncomfortable to some. Please understand that the opinions shared on this podcast are not a representation of any organization or employer the host may be a part of. Are you still recording, Joe?
1: I just hit record.
0: All right. Yeah. This is kind of like our online, like, can't really make it to the studio, even though Nikki's in the studio version of the podcast. I'm in the studio. She's in the office. She's in our office. We're all in our offices. Uh, but yeah, I think the podcast's been doing pretty well. It was fun. Uh, we, I think, we had a pretty cool Pride Month. What are you guys saying? Yeah. Like we 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 went to. Uh, Pride Fest went to the parade, oh, yeah, some yeah, things. Yeah. we did the whole episode on Pride flags,
2: and Pride is over and it doesn't exist anymore until next year.
0: Yeah, of course,
2: yay!
0: That's part of the reason why we've been so busy, and like episodes haven't been coming out like weekly. And also, we did some other things like
2: uh, what was that we did? We went on a shabari adventure, we went to a Shibari class that was hosted by Portland Shibari. Who was our instructor? What was his name, Jay?
1: I want to say Jonathan.
2: Yes, that's right. It was Jonathan Ryan.
3: I'm Jonathan Ryan. uh, And I have basically, I I teach workshops in Seattle uh, and my website for Seattle, Seattle, seattleshibari.com. And then my partner Sappho and I have a full-time rope studio in Portland uh, called the Portland Shibari Salon and our website
0: for that is portmanshibari.com. Every time I hear his name, when he was saying it, you know, I was thinking,
3: Jack Ryan
0: from freaking the Amazon show. Yeah. What exactly does a State Department supply chain
2: logistician do? They work behind the desk, write reports. That sounds. Why? What is this? Happy holidays, Dwight but do not open it till Christmas.
0: Yeah, I can't watch that m- show without seeing Jim like from The Office. Like,
2: well, because it is Jim from The Office. That's why you see that. Is it, that that's who it is.
0: It's what happens whenever he... Uh, like, he loses Pam to a horrible accident, and then he goes secret agent,
2: right? Secret agent.
1: Or maybe he just has, like, a double life, and he's, like, on the weekends... Like, oh, I'm traveling for business, but he's actually like assassinating people.
0: Well, I don't think he's like necessarily an assassin in the show. He's more like a. Uh... I mean, I don't know.
1: He's Jack Ryan. He's more like a Jack Ryan. I'm on like the last season right now, and he's definitely killing some people.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. Spoiler alert.
1: Yeah. Spoiler alert. He's killing people.
2: Well, I mean, doesn't he kill people like every episode he's he's Jack Ryan? no, he does a lot of office work <laughs>
0: and and paperwork and organizing of office supplies. There's a whole episode on it. there's a whole like three episodes yeah but oh yeah um Jonathan Ryan, and Sappho did a great job teaching um us about shibari i definitely went away from that class with knowing some things and also knowing how easy shibari can be
2: yeah it's it's you see people's knots and all these like our artistic ties that that you see on models and stuff on the internet and it, it looks complicated but uh the instructor you know he was he was able to easily convey that like look you just learn these knots and learn these basic concepts and then you just have fun and then try new things and he really harps on safety more than anything
0: yeah
1: so i mean you you do have to
2: well no i'm not saying that it's not important i'm saying that that's something he really focused on a lot
1: yeah um so that was my fourth shibari class and For those those of you that are out there that are like, oh, I want to get into that, I highly recommend either doing a lot of research of your own or going to like an in-person class. Because if you don't know what you're doing and you try just to like mimic what you're seeing on like models or online, you could end up with like nerve damage from nerve compression, which could last like a few days or it could be permanent. There's two different types of nerves that you have. You have sensory nerves and motor nerves, so you could either a like, for instance, like not have any sort of feeling in your hands, or b not be able to move your hands. So, safety.
0: <laughs> yeah, safety first for sure, because it could be devastating what things could go wrong with just simple like rope play, or even just trying to you know make like a a rope a uh, corset top, you know like. Like what we're we taught we're taught how to do. I don't know the exact was a harness a chest harness, you know it something so simple and so uh, harmless it seems could be like devastating in the damage that can do if you're not doing it properly, which is one thing they really wanted. They covered that a lot, you know. They like made sure we heard that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think the the main thing that they taught us was different types of columns, right.
1: Well, you have like the column tie,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, there's different types, like where you can make the 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 column.
1: Yeah, but like the body is just pretty much like made up of different columns, if you think about it.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: It's interesting. I I had fun. I had more fun doing the tying than of of being tied up.
2: That's good because I liked being tied up and I my attention span wasn't as great with the being in charge of tying.
0: Yeah. I could tell you were having a hard time. Like I was like, just put it on top, just put it on top on top. And then Jonathan comes by and he's like, like this and he puts it on top of my wrist. I'm like, oh my God.
2: Yeah. I got it figured out eventually though. Yeah. We'll definitely need you, you there when we're, doing our our Shibari photo shoot. Are you are you talking about me? Oh, oh, that's actually something I was going to ask you, Jay. Uh, my friend Aaron's going to come up, and we were talking about doing like a Shibari photo shoot like on the railroad, you know, for some uh, spicy photos that, you know, the whole tied up on the railroad aesthetic, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Damsel in distress.
0: Yeah, definitely. Damsel in in a dress.
1: Yeah, so that's something that I would obviously like have to like talk with like Lady L about, but because uh, that is like something that like we do together, Shibari. But yeah, I'll check in with her. Shibari is like one of the things that I'm super. I don't know. Focused on so, like, I've gone to four different like shibari classes with like different instructors. We have like another class, wow, in like two weeks. We have tons of ropes. So, like, we have like four 10 feet pieces of rope, four 15 pieces of rope, and four 30 feet pieces of rope. I I have about like 600 feet of hemp rope that I'm currently like in the process of like dying and breaking in nice to make my own kind of like rope bondage slash
0: Shibari rope. Yeah. That rope that you let us use for the class was actually quite nice. Yeah. It, they, like I was like using it. and I was like, man, I feel really, <laughs> I don't know why. I just want to like stretch it out and just like, Freaking wrap it around her (laughs) hard.
2: What else did y'all enjoy about the Shibari class or classes, Jay?
1: So for me, Shibari, and I'm just going to like probably just like refer to it as like rope bondage, but like for me, it is a chance to be like very intimate with my partner. So, you know, this is like, there's no distractions there's no like netflix or anything like that yeah you're very like close intimate and you're doing something that you normally don't do but i don't know for for my partner and i like it is becoming so it's something that we kind of are doing like every single weekend because we were doing like in-person classes and then we also have a like video on demand service that we pay like a monthly fee to and then we have like 600 shibari videos to follow wow it's becoming more normal but it's still something that's like very intimate to us
2: it sounds like it's becoming like part of your routine now
1: so it is part of um our like ds relationship so for instance like i have rules to follow and as long as i like follow and get my gold star for each day then like the reward part is that we do Shibari on like Saturdays.
2: Ooh, yeah. oh! <laughs> Sounds nice. like quite a reward.
0: Yeah, I mean, to me it is <laughs> nice. Babe, hey, we should set you up on that on that little gold I star know.
2: system. I know. I know. I'd I'd probably get so much activities done.
0: You would not get any gold stars for me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I am. I am a gold star.
0: So you, you said you took multiple classes. What, what's the uh, what's the thing that you found most common with them? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna assume they all take safety very seriously. I'm uh, that's what I'm assuming. Now, yeah. my question for you is that Ooh. is that what it was, or was it something else?
1: So yes, every class starts with like a safety talk. Every class starts with a consent talk. That's obviously a very big concern.
2: I like how in depth our last one they went into consent because. Not everybody grasps that concept, like not fully. Like they, they think, oh, yes means yes and no means no. And there's like, well, actually, there's a, there's a much, you know, longer list of things. And I think they did a really good job of teaching that to people that might not grasp that on their first introduction to consent.
1: I agree. And I I also think that um, I'm not sure (laughs) the classes are starting to like kind of run together. (laughs) I'm not sure if it was that class or if it was the DS class or if it was a different Shibari class. Oh, my gosh. But kind of like bringing up the point that like if you are in like a relationship and you live together just because you got consent like the night before to do like kinky play or like, you know, tie someone up doesn't mean that you have consent still. Like when you wake up in the morning, like you still have to go through that. You yeah. know, something that, so, so uh, one thing that is very common is trying to keep it very simple. So all the classes I've taken was like, Hey, you really only, only need to learn like three knots, learn these three knots. Mm-hmm. You can do so much with those three knots. And then I would say something that was actually kind of surprising that was not a part of the class that we went to that I kind of want to actually cover Hmm. is the other instructors, they actually said that they're against safe words when it comes to like rope bondage. Oh, and really? Interesting. So so that's like a huge
0: shock, right? You're like, safe words, what? Like That's all you ever hear. Like, oh, what's the safe word? That's interesting, yeah. Is it because like some people are like, oh, safe word, I'm never going to say that. So I mean a little bit, like go outside of your uh, comfort zone, kind of thing. Because I know with Shibari and rope play or whatever, from what I've been gathering, is that you 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 can't you don't want to push yourself out uh, beyond those boundaries because that's when you can get hurt. Well, yes,
2: I think the reason why they were trying to help, you know, I think the reason why they were trying to get people to stray away from using safe words is because that's limiting your communication oh, Okay. instead of just waiting to hear a safe word for no, or I'm uncomfortable. You should be constantly, you should be consistently checking in. Yeah. Like you should be like, are you, is this, is this feel good? Do you have all the feeling in your hands still? Right. And that's, that's actually
1: what they said was, you know, if I'm, if i've been like tying you up for like 10 minutes and you're you're covered in like four different pieces of rope and you have all these knots all over you and you say you're safe word so you're just like for instance like red they're like that i have no idea what that means like if you're flogging someone and you say red that's very clear like stop
2: there's so many shades of red that that doesn't mean anything
1: well i mean if if
0: red's your safe word <laughs> <laughs> Could be like you say your safe word, but in re- reality you need those ropes cut off immediately because you're like, right, I can't even I can barely stand.
2: Reds. There's like pink.
0: There's a whole spectrum of danger.
2: Maroon.
0: That can be Burgundy oh my God, I just watched Breaking Bad and I literally said the word danger and all I can hear, all I can think of is...
3: I am not in danger, Skyler. I am the danger. A guy opens his door and gets shot and you think that of me? No. I am the one who knocks.
1: But I mean, like, the whole whole thing is that you're supposed to have an open line of communication and when stuff starts, for instance, like, when you start feeling, like, numbness in like your hands or something, your your top as long as they're knowledgeable, they can they can do a few things to try to like correct that. For instance, like moving the rope around. Um, but when you say like, oh, I'm like that's it, like I'm done, uh that's kind of extreme now. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's I yeah. need to like get the scissors and start cutting you out. Um and then also, yeah, I mean if you're saying a safe word and like a rope scene then to me that means like you've probably already have some sort of like nerve damage and that's very bad yeah. that could have been pervert like prevented if you would have like had an open line of communication and be like hey and there's also like there's a lot of stuff so there's i think there's a misconception for people that don't do rope bondage that like the bottom doesn't do anything and they don't say anything they sit there and they get tied up but that's not the case like you as a rope bottom You have to kind of like keep yourself like, okay, like I can do these movements with my hands, like kind of aware of your body, have that open dialogue. And um, that's also something that I noticed at the Seattle Erotic Art Festival was I watched people's practice and then I watched their performance. Mm. And in practice, they were very much like, oh, like that rope is riding up on me. Uh, Maybe move it down a little bit. Uh, no, I don't like that. Okay, well, like, let me do a different tie. And then when it came to the performance, everything went like very, very quickly and very smoothly. But and I know I'm like just like going on a huge tangent. Here. <laughs> yeah. But um, and that's the difference also between practice and a scene. So you should you should always try to like do as much practice as you can before you have a scene with somebody, so that you kind of learn each other learn each other's limits and kind of practice your ties practice your knots if you're a bottom and you're wanting to get into shibari and rope play practicing and playing with a top that is new is okay as long as they know that they're new so yeah. knowing like your top knowing that there's still a lot for them to learn and now being like the super com- like confident cocky like oh you're fine like don't worry about it
0: yeah yeah and going on- going back to like safe words maybe in like when you're specifically doing like rope bondage rope play shibari what have you you're doing more of a like stop i need to be cut out word like like get the scissors out like that's the word you use for whenever you need to be cut out of the ropes ruby and that's the only time you use that and otherwise you're just you're making sure you're like you said communication i think that that's pretty much key with any kind of play honestly uh, whether it be role play bondage just, you know having normal sex you know just uh, a foreplay like it just communication is really important because people are all different and everyone likes different things people don't like certain things and it's really it's, it's not embarrassing to ask I, I think in my per- personal opinion it's not embarrassing to ask right
2: Crimson <clears throat> what? Pink, it's a shade of red, technically.
0: What is it? What was the shade? What was the color called? Pink. Oh, crimson. Oh, crimson, crimson. Ruby. Yeah.
2: But not, but not ruby from um the fifth element. That's a, the the ruby.
0: We actually got some footage from that shibari class.
3: Uh, is how do I start making what we call bands around the body.
2: We were able to capture, we we asked the instructors, and they said they didn't have a problem with us shooting, you know, as long as we didn't give away too much of their class. And we actually got to sit down with Jonathan Ryan. So
3: y'all came to our Shibari 101 class, which is our sort of introduction to the fundamentals of Japanese-style rope bondage.
2: He told us a little bit uh, about his thoughts on shibari
3: so for me more than anything else i mean shibari checks a number of boxes for me uh the first is that and kind of most important i think for me is that i think of rope and i think i'm sort of not alone in this i think of rope as sort of a powerful form of communication between two people so by you know using pressure and proximity and breath and rhythm and touch and those kinds of things um rope's a really powerful way of connecting with another human being in a way that doesn't necessarily have to be sexual
2: his past experiences, what he enjoys about teaching uh, other people the art, and he had a lot to say. He talked
0: about the style itself and kind of like the origins of it, and just like briefly, um, and then kind of like hit what he does in his own um, in his classes and um, out of Portland, and just mostly his his background with with. Uh, Shabari and his because uh, he does shows. Right. His actual like um Shabari shows.
2: Yeah, he kept talking about how he was a uh, attention whore. <laughs> yeah. Apparently he's a he's an attention whore.
0: Yeah, I mean that's not the only thing we did this weekend, Jay. We went to we uh I know we told you about it, but we went to a polyamorous field day.
2: Yeah. Which was kind of
0: Interesting,
2: it was interesting. there was a lot of fun people there, and we were all just hanging out, yeah, you know, they had some games that we could play with everybody. believe it or not we we weren't all just hooking up in some field, what you know, like people would assume a polyamory group is doing.
0: all I saw was people fucking everywhere
2: oh yeah, <laughs> everybody, everybody was playing no the little kissing games
0: we uh they had some like yeah, no they had like group coloring at tables so you could sit down and like color and chill and chat with uh new people yeah it was it was pretty cool um they we i talked to those people when we sat down initially we got invited over to a table that was kind of like empty and they were coloring star wars coloring That's stuff nice. <laughs> and i was coloring grogu and talking to them about the original polyamorous flag you know the one we oh, just yeah. recently talked about and we joked about the pison.
2: <laughs> yeah, we noticed we noticed the flag there was not one that we covered in our our flag episode. There
0: is a new polyamorous flag though. Um
2: I I've read about it. They recently
0: and I mean recently, uh the community as a whole voted on a new flag because we were stuck with I think the one before that was literally the pie flag <laughs> with a big big yellow pie symbol.
2: Pie. Mm. Which,
0: you know, we know the reason why behind it because, you know, pride, the pride flag episode, but... Right. It was just cool. It's Cool seeing that and seeing a bunch of friendly faces, seeing people talk to strangers for the first time, getting to know each other, doing arts and crafts, doing stupid field day activities.
2: <laughs> it wasn't stupid.
0: Okay. I haven't done field day activities like that in forever, so it's kind of stupid. You <laughs> should have been there. You should have been there, Jay. It would have been fun.
2: Next time.
1: So I was I was not there because I was in Seattle attending a, D- a DS class um, oh. hosted by Miss Magpie and Return False. So
0: um DS that would be um so we have the Game Boy Advance SP. Oh no. After that was the Game Boy DS, right?
2: I still have a Switch. That's I just I have the um the one that you plug into the TV. It's you know the Game Boy and then you plug it into your little TV dock and then you and it turns your TV into a Game Boy now. So now I have a big scream Game Boy in, in my living room.
1: No. <laughs> oh gosh.
2: Oh, wait. So you mean like a drill sergeant? No. <laughs> no? Nope. <laughs> so tell me
0: why you missed our awesome polyamorous field day. Because
1: I went to an awesome DS class. Uh, DS is Dom Sub which ds is a um it's a i'm going to say like it's a relationship style that you can have it doesn't have to be like romantic or sexual or anything like that but you can have a ds you can have an ms ms is a master slave um and you can have like a lot of different categories within that so a lot of times you'll hear people say like 24 7 DS which means like there's no break like it's not kind of role play to them it is 24 hours of the day seven days a week oh I've actually met a couple like that but yeah it was uh, it was a really great class I think I'm gonna like cover cover some of the topics in like a separate episode with myself but yeah basically I mean I don't know like what kind of what kind of questions do you guys have about DS because that's something oh. that Ooh. I do like practice Ooh. with um with my her first, but I have a really important question after.
2: My hands up.
1: Okay, Nikki.
2: All right. So, h- how does your wife feel about all of that?
1: So my wife is my dog, like my D, my owner, my, my D. <laughs> <laughs> right, but but uh, yeah. with
2: your with your now uh, DS relationship, like, how how does she like? how does she feel about that
1: so we we've had a ds relationship for a while like we had a contract um that we kind of established about a year ago um and that's like that's one thing about like ds relationships or just like bdsm or kink and in, in general is that it's mm-hmm. about like the journey that you get there it's not really about like you know oh i want this like now it's more about like the journey of two people kind of evolving over time um so we, we took the, the DS class on Sunday. Um, so now this week, we are like kind of in open negotiations for our contract. We're taking like the things that we learned and kind of modifying our contract a lot. Um, to answer your question of how Lady L feels about that, um, yeah, she's very excited. So, like, That's she awesome took movie. notes during the class. Lady L. Lady L.
2: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> nice. As soon as
1: we stepped out of the class, um, I got like a message and it was like just bullet points of like things that she wanted to talk about um specifically to the D like RDS relationships So for instance, um you know punishment and reward structure. Wow. Stuff like that.
0: Oh my god. I, it's crazy because I like Literally, when you first got here and you talked about that, it's, uh, it's, it's, you, you talk about like the changes and progression in your relationship. I've seen it. Like, I can, I could, both of you were nervous about partaking in any of this, especially Lady Alice, we're calling her, or I, I don't know. Is that, yeah, is that your name for her? Yeah. Um, and you know, I just, I, I, I it's blossoming into something beautiful and it's great. Also, um, my question was, wasn't Metroid Prime, the first person shooter, the first one to come out for the DS back in the day?
2: <laughs> I think that sounds right.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, I had that game and it had, you used the fucking like uh, little stylus as an aimer and it, it was trash. Just letting you know, it was really bad.
2: I mostly just played Pokemon on mine.
0: Real, real <laughs> question though, real question yeah. though. So you said there's MSDS and stuff like that. Are you going to cover more of these uh, dynamics in your little discussion that you're going to have with our audience? Uh, yes. So I do plan. So
1: something that we've talked on this podcast about is us breaking off and doing some of our own videos, like one-on-one. So like, uh, for instance, like uh, Nikki and Ginny, like kind of having an episode where it's just them talking about like polyamory, uh, them talking about you know, their, their story about transitioning and stuff like that. And then like me just having kind of like deep dives into like what I'm learning about, like kink BDSM um and all of the above. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, yeah, it's so going to yeah. be
1: good. I think it's going to be good. I, I do. I do plan on like having having an episode. It's it's really kind of hard because when you talk about like I mean just in general, BDSM kink, uh DSMS, it, it really means something different to everyone because mm-hmm. for instance like us, we we look at the things that like we want to achieve, like our goals. And so like for instance, like me, I'm I'm a sub. I have certain goals that I want to achieve. Yeah, that makes sense. And Our relationship is kind of built around like pretty much holding me accountable to achieve those goals. So I'm studying for a a cert through for like work. Mm -hmm. That's very important. Um, However, I can often get like caught up in like podcasts and video games and a lot of other things.
2: What? No, no. (laughs) What are you talking (laughs) about? Wait, we have Uh, a podcast?
1: yes. We do.
2: Wow. I should really watch it sometime.
1: You should. You should check it out. Definitely check out our website on dot com.
2: All of you. <laughs> Every single one of you. Pretty please. please.
1: But but yeah, she basically like holds me accountable. And uh I think that's like the beautiful thing about like DS is that when you have like two people like striving to like become better and like help each other like meet their goals and stuff like that. I think I think that's really great. I think just in society in general a lot of people don't understand that kind of relationship structure so they you know you'll hear a lot of like stories like army hammer
2: <gasps> that guy
1: and fifty shades of gray and stuff like that
0: we have to bring his name up at least once no. once every episode we get no. we get one no, we have not brought him up in a while. That's fair. We have not. We have not brought him up in a while. And and he's a prime example of like what what not to do can go wrong with not knowing about safe play.
2: Oh, it's he. It's not that he didn't know. He he chooses not to.
0: His partners didn't know. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Didn't know anything. They're new to. They're mostly new to BDSM and all that stuff. And he just abused that. And that's why like these classes are great because they encourage safe play. They encourage consent. They encourage being safe. And that's a wonderful thing because sex should be sexy, but it also
2: should be safe.
0: Yeah, definitely.
2: Jenny only feels sexy when she's safe.
0: Yeah. And also,
2: yeah. See, I feel sexy when I'm not safe though something about that fear factor you know
0: we gotta figure out we gotta figure out our DS situation babe our MSDS situation I think you're more like a, a Game Boy Color and I'm more like a GameCube
2: ooh like the like the RE4 <laughs> yeah <laughs> I spent so much time on that GameCube oh oh boy yeah. Oh boy. Well
0: that's kind of what we've been up to, because I know everyone's probably been wondering. We've been less active in Discord. We haven't been posting as much reels, uh, photos, and stuff. But we've been really busy, actually collecting content for the podcast. Oh
2: yeah. Oh my goodness. That and family visiting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For us, family, we had family visit, and then I got sick.
2: Our Our mom flew out here to come um, hang out with us and spend time and oh my gosh, she made so much food. Oh, so much food. I will miss her cooking.
0: It's delicious.
2: Uh, your cooking's great, babe, but I love my mom's cooking. Whatever. She's just, she's got a special place in my heart. She knows, she knows not saying you don't know what you're doing. Just my mom. She's got a little, well, little some, some she puts in her in her potatoes.
0: So that's what we've been up to. I know you miss us.
1: Also, please like check out our website, unnaturaltosome.com. You can find all of our stuff there are the, the links to all of our social media on our podcasts, where the podcast is uploaded, the YouTube videos, also Jenny and Nikki's like personal accounts is linked. Also, little secret if you follow the website, you will get a sneak peek of every single YouTube video before anyone else does. Oh, snap. And the reason is, I will just say very quickly, is um, when I upload the video, there's still a lot of stuff that I have to do. So like the timestamps, the subtitles, I have to wait for the video to process. That is saved as a private video. Only people with that link can view that video our website uses that link automatically, so it nice. will upload to the website, and you'll get a sneak peek. Maybe I can't promise anything, but maybe a few hours before the actual video drops, you'll get to
0: see it before anyone else does. So Make sure to go check out unnaturalsum.com for that sneak peek. Sneak peek.
2: Yeah! Also,
1: don't forget to buy us a coffee on Kofi because some of us have student loans to pay back.
0: It's Jay Wheeler. Stay kinky.
2: And some of us are just thirsty.
0: Thirsty, thirsty girls.
2: I'm Nikki Sapphire. Thanks for hanging out with us. Until next time.
0: It's your girl, Jenny Banks, and I'm signing off.
2: See ya. Bye. All right, we're done.